Welcome to Fresh Off The Block. Namaskara Bengaluru. It's been a long, long time and I know that you probably got used to not hearing this at all. So, uh, I don't have a long apology for why we were absent for so long. Hey guys, does anyone have an apology? Long apology. No, I, just want, I just want to say sorry. <laughs> yeah, okay. I, should, I think that should do. And that also leads me to the introductions. Uh, the one you just heard was obviously Rakesh Hardas. Hello, hello. And then we have another familiar voice that is Nishit Desai. Hello. I just want to say I am not making an apology. Deal with it. <laughs> fashion. And then we have our uh, NRI guest for the day, Aditya Narayan. Hello, guys. Uh, what's up? I, I don't think we've recorded since I've left Indian Shore. So that's how long it's been. Uh, how how are you doing, Adi? I know that you're cooped up inside your room all the time. Uh, yeah, uh, I I really feel jealous of the people who who wear monkey caps in Bangalore when it's twenty degrees. <laughs> uh, the cold isn't nice, man. The cold isn't nice. Uh, anyway, so we have a lot of content to warm you up, uh, and without wasting a lot of time, let's dive right into it. Uh, let's start with. ISL itself, quite a lot of things happening and this has been a very unusual season for us because uh, usually we are either in the mix uh, or we are out of the mix right? for the top spot. This is one weird season, season where it is proper squeaky bum uh, all along. So uh, I'm going to dive into the assessment of how this season has been and I'm going to bring in Nishit first. Nishit, objectively... How do you think the season has panned out? Uh, I think the quick summary is could have been better because uh, it's not that we have been bad. We are just two points uh, of the leaders, Goa and ATK. So I wouldn't say it has been bad, but it is more the case of missed opportunities. We failed to bury the game against uh, Hyderabad that uh, cost us two points against Goa, uh, Ashik. Although understandable because being young and everything made a last moment mistake and we ended up conceding. So th- those are the four points straight up that we could have easily got and would have we would have been easily on top. So that's what explains what you said that it, it has come to squeaky, squeaky bomb time. So uh, uh, other losses we'll talk about later. But I think uh, it is more of a case of could have been better and missed opportunities than anything else in my opinion. Okay, uh, I'm going to bring in Adi here since he pretends to be a journalist sometimes. <laughs> Adi, uh, <laughs> what do you do? You really think that it is only a case of us not having performed to our potential, or do you also think that the league is also getting better? Others are also catching up. Massive investments are being made. See, others are also catching up definitely because uh, in the games that we've lost, we've deserved to lose them. Whether it's because of We've been terrible. That's one part of it. But give credit to, to Mumbai City. In both the games, they were outstanding. Uh, they, they know exactly how to play against us, got the better of us. Uh, it was the same thing with, with ATK as well in that game where we created next to nothing. Uh, I think the season as a whole for us, 
like Nishit said, it could have been better, but I also think it could have been worse. Uh, because uh, until the last game, we basically played without a striker. Uh, and just as we say that Manu has gone to Odisha and scored two in his first game, but we basically played without a striker for fifth, almost 14, 13, 14 games. Uh, so in that situation, I think it could have been a lot worse than we are. Uh, uh, the the defense, for the most part of it, has kept us alive. Uh, there's this 35-year-old youngster who doesn't know when he's going to stop, uh, who single-handedly almost carried the attack. And uh, we don't say Carlos set-piece for nothing. So uh, it could have been better, could have been worse. But I think the most important thing is it's four, four huge games now. Uh, and if we win all four, who knows? Uh, because that, that uh, Champions League spot... Uh, for first place, yes, Goa are doing really well. Don't seem like dropping points. Uh, ATK, I don't think will be in consideration for that spot because they're merging with Mohan Bagan, and I don't, uh, I don't really think they'll be allowed to play FC competition next season with the merged entity. Uh, so it's it's Goa or us, and I think at this point Goa are definitely favourites. Excellent. Okay, so I, I'm going to bring in Raki here. Uh, Raki, we saw that Onwu didn't quite click with us, uh, though he almost got a hat trick. Like he had a very legitimate goal rolled out today, uh, so that should ideally have been a, a hat trick for him. But it, I know we had Miku, and Miku set extremely high standards. But if you take Miku out, it seems we always seem to bring in a foreign striker who doesn't quite hit the ground running. I mean, my mind goes back to Robbie Norales and Masa Jugovic and and you know Cornell Glenn and whatnot. Do you do you think there is a chink in our scouting armor? Uh, I thought I <clears throat> first things first. I think uh, we dropped uh, Miku to be. Uh, in a challenging situation in the ISL. I think we volunteered to drop him in, uh, to a tennis academy in Cyprus <laughs> and uh, be, be, be where we are. Uh, and, uh, I mean, I don't know, man. I mean, you get a Miku, I mean, you get a Miku, you, sometimes you get an Ono. So, we have to live with it. Uh, the only constant for me is I always trust Mandar with whatever he does. Maybe this time there was a new agent who was trying to, you know, pull a fast one on Mandar and uh, he fell for it. And that was Wondo. Uh, but I think uh, the new striker, Deshaun Brown, uh, looks the part. He's a proper number nine. I think he will take us to where we want to. And uh, also the new signing, Neely. I mean, he brings in a lot of promise from. Barca B and all that stuff. So and there's Instagram pictures with Messi and Suarez and all that. So I think they've rubbed him off right, and he brings something to the table. Uh, otherwise, uh, the season signings uh, we, it's been a hit and miss, uh, especially because Rafa is out injured, and uh, the way Rafa played against Chennai, I thought we were gonna own the season. But injury is a part of this game, so that is quite a hit on our, uh, you know, transfer. But otherwise, we managed. Uh, we managed with that wall in the defense. One on the most underrated player in our history, 
and uh, Seran is you know stepped up big time. So full massive credits to our defense and uh, Nishu Kumar, the most improved player this year. So I think we have managed, and then there is always the constant. Uh, of course, so we managed, but then yeah, but then uh, like always, if we had Miku, we would have been somewhere. We are without Miku. Yet we are in the mix. That is because we are BFC and we always have a plan B. But I think we will manage. We'll manage to get there. Excellent. And uh, see. Yeah. You mentioned Vanan and before Adi jumps in with, with his hype machine, uh, I'm going to distract Adi. And Adi, I'm going to bring you in with another question. Uh, you mentioned that we we got a lot of goals and Carlos is known for his services. But is it also frustrating at a certain level because uh, it seems that we have forgotten the art of scoring from open play. Yeah, it is. Uh, it is a big, big concern. But it's also understandable because see, Dimas Dimas has been pretty good, but uh, e- even in the peak of uh, BFC under Roca, D- Dimas wasn't the creative midfielder. It was Edu Garcia. Uh, and now we're playing Dimas alongside Khabra and Eric. Khabra is never known as a creative midfielder. He's done an excellent job at what he's been asked to, but he's not creative. Eric's not creative. Dimas has tried, but uh, I think it's, it's again, boiled down to the fact that we haven't really had a recognized striker. Uh, you, you saw when Brown was on the pitch during the game against Odisha that the play flowed a lot better. Uh, we, we, we managed to... Uh, we managed to create a lot more chances from open play than we have in many other games this season. Uh, so, see, the striker situation has been, um, whether it's poorly managed by the club, unlucky, whatever you want to call it, it's definitely been the biggest problem with our season so far. But also, I think the fact that we put so much trust in Udanta and Ashik, and I'm not sure they've quite delivered to the level we expected them to, especially Udanta. Um it's it's been what it, this is his sixth year at BFC and uh, honestly it's now getting a little bit tiring to hear that Udanta is still the potential next big thing. It, it's time that Udanta steps up and actually becomes someone that we can depend on week in week out. Uh, look, uh, as long as Chetri is there, this club knows that they're gonna they're gonna get something from him in every game. Uh, but uh, you need something from the other attackers also. There's, there's only so much that Chetri alone can do along with the set pieces. Uh, which is why I was really encouraged by the way that you know Udanta played against Odisha. Uh, because it, was, it wouldn't have been easy for him, you know, being one of the first choice starters at the start of the season. Suddenly got benched for three, four games in a row. It wouldn't have been easy for him. And he came and played with a lot of confidence, which is very encouraging. Uh, but but to answer your initial question, yes, I think if we are to finish top, if we are to go far in the AFC Cup, which of course we want to, we definitely need something other than only set pieces. Yes, we are we are an excellent set piece side, uh, and that is that is brilliant. But we we definitely need to score more goals from open play, uh, and hopefully Deshawn, who who did really well against Odisha, had a few nice shots from open play itself. Nili, uh, hopefully they can. Settle in early. Hopefully, Nili especially can settle in early because it, it's tough with mid-season signings and how little time he has to settle. Uh, we're straight into the business end of the season. Uh, so, I, I really don't know. 
Sure. Uh, so, Nishit, uh, coming to you with this, uh, we have Neely coming in, who is primarily a winger. And then we have Ashik, who has been uh, shifted around quite a bit. Sometimes he's played left back, sometimes he's played on the wings. Occasionally, he's been also thrown up front. So, uh, what do you think is going to be the mix? What do you think is going to be the way the team is set up once Neely comes in? Because to me, it looks like we have uh, a lot of players in similar sort of positions uh, and there is a balance issue. Yeah, I, I absolutely agree with that because I, I, have, uh, I have really thought through and uh, I, I really can't come up with a formation that is optimal. Again, again uh, let's say uh, he is not that flexible. And uh, given that he has played uh, as a winger and right back, we definitely don't need right back unless we are planning to get run out, put Rahul Beke as a center and put Neely on the right. I don't think that is necessary because... Even though I am not a big fan of Seran, he has performed up to the mark. I have no complaints with him. In theory, uh, Nili is a replacement for Rafa. So my ideal hope, if he can adjust to it, is uh, like like Adi said, there is a lack of creativity. Can he can he put uh, somehow play that in the sense? That uh, uh, Dashawn looks like a proper number nine striker that we have a uh, we have lacked. Uh, the problem that we had without Dashawn is that we were playing uh, Udanta, Ashik and Chetri. And uh, when we come across teams like uh, Mumbai, we can't break the lines. Uh, if we, uh, if Dashawn continues to play like he did against Odisha, uh, we can de- definitely disrupt those lines. And when we disrupt those lines, we'll need some creative spark. And I'm really hoping uh, uh, he can, uh, Neely can play some sort of AM kind of role, and uh, I, that's what I am expecting him to play. So, if he can play that role, uh, maybe basically do something that Edu did or Eugene did, then uh, nothing like it. But again, he is only on a six months deal, so I am not sure what are the expectations for him. So, it's like a surprise and mystery. Let's see how it plays out tomorrow if he is going to play tomorrow. Super. So, before I go to Raki with the player performances, I would like to take this question back to Adi as well. Adi, what do you think should be the formation? How do you think the balance being affected by the arrival of Nili? Uh, honestly, right now, I wouldn't change anything because you, you you don't know how he's going to fit in. So, I would use Nili as an impact sub. I think the, the team we played against Odisha was, was superb. Uh, Obviously, uh, Nishu didn't start that game, but we are so stocked in the fullback positions and we need players for the AFC Cup as well. Uh, so, everyone's going to get chances for sure. Uh, but I really like uh, Suresh Wangjam in midfield. Uh, I think uh, he's, he's someone who's, who's really, really impressed me out of the younger lot. Uh, even in the little minutes that he had as a substitute before starting against Odisha. Uh, there, was, there was something different about him. He's really confident. Uh, I mean, Sunil Chetri is just about to bury Goa and uh, you, you are offside the whole time and asking for a pass from him. That that shows <laughs> that he's confident. That shows he's confident. Uh, that shows he's confident and I, I love the kid. Uh, but as I said, creativity, I've seen him 
pass a lot better when he played for the arrows than he did in that game against odisha of course first start nerves uh, bfc are a big club he's playing alongside guys like chetri so i understand it but i i have seen suresh for the arrows be the kind of creative midfielder that we might need uh, so i don't have a problem with that 11 that played against odisha uh, i've i've read that nili has played as a central attacking midfielder for his last club in greece so if he can fit in then the question is which foreigner do we drop uh probably one of seran or demas to be honest because i don't see us dropping eric or deshon and one of the first name on the team sheet so i'm not <coughs> excuse me i'm not really sure where nili fits in to be honest i i really can't make out a combination that fits all of our best players in it with nili also playing sure uh, so raki i i want to pick your brains over a couple of players um if you look at how we have performed this year one of the biggest reasons we've been so good is one obviously one and surprisingly seran because when i remember when he was brought back to the club uh, when he signed the deal with the club we were like uh, did we really need seran right uh is he not done uh but surprisingly he looks super fit in fact he seems to have uh, gained a few yards and we have nishu so uh how how good has been that defense for us this season i mean like somebody said defense will win us titles and we are the most strongest defense so i am still hopeful that uh, we are in the mix for the afc slot and the title eventually uh but nishu for me is the most improved player from what we've been seeing him grow in front of our eyes right i mean he's been with us for five years now so we've seen the kid we he we've seen him slog it out in the p division we've i mean we've seen him literally play a isl game and the next day go play a p division game where he was not i mean just to bring back his prime uh, form so he's really struggled to get to where he is now and that left foot of nishu i mean a goal is coming i i just know that it's going to happen he is uh, he tried his luck so many times just to bring out some wonderful saves from the goalkeepers but uh, that nishu scorcher is coming and probably it'll happen at the fortress okay but uh, uh uh nishu nishu dude just a second there uh you mentioned uh, nishu's goals but in addition to that defense i would also like you to spend a couple of minutes talking about eric parthalwi because he completes that defensive unit but this season particularly he's been also uh, a, a massive goal threat so it's it's almost like uh from to borrow a hitchhiker's guide to galaxy reference a shirt number should be 42 this season because that's what he's been <laughs> he's the answer to all our questions uh and uh, i mean i i still remember uh, putting out a tweet saying that uh, eric patelu this season is like a new signing for us because he literally missed uh, the whole of last season or most of the last season and we missed him badly I, it is because we missed uh eric and nico that is why we we had to you know miss out on, i mean we have to get the top spot on goal difference otherwise it was we were just killing it till the break 
so Eric Parthalu is that guy. I mean, for me, he's the foreigner who gets Bangalore. He gets the crowd. He gets the emotions of the city. He gets everything. He gets gets the fans. He's the most connected. And on the pitch, he I think he is that glue between the attack, the midfield, and the defense. So he he sets it up brilliantly. He scored some brilliant goals, crucial goals, and he's given some crazy assist. That goal against Jamshedpur for Chetri, that ball. I mean, a lot of them, a lot of assists and everything of that sort. So, Eric, for me so far, is my player of the season. Super. And uh, I mean, I'm I'm not gonna talk about Wanan because I wanna leave it to the high train. Uh, so, yeah, Eric, Nishu, and uh, Gurpreet. I mean, we have eight clean sheets. Uh, I don't think any of the team has uh, teams. Teams like Kerala Blasters never had that many clean sheets for three seasons, probably. <laughs> so I don't know. I don't have that many clean sheets in my house. <laughs> Super. Uh, so yeah, you mentioned the hype machine. I'm going to go straight to it, uh, Adi. I'm going to just let you talk about Yuan and I'm not going to let anyone interrupt you. Go. <laughs> Ah, okay. Where do I start? Uh, I will start at uh, the beginning of last season when when Jono left, and uh, see, there was there was the emotion of Jono leaving and all. But I think most of us, at some level, knew that we'd be fine because we had one. And this season, he's just taken it to another level altogether. I think in the last couple of home games the hype seems to have affected him because he's made a couple of mistakes which he would never make otherwise uh, so pro- i probably need to be careful with the hype but uh, but he's everything that defense needs man uh, he is the leader of the back four uh, he is uh, he's a big threat of set pieces and that's the thing right uh, you know that eric is such a big threat so you try to mark eric out of it but we'll have another routine where the ball will go to wanan and he'll win it uh scored the winner of a set piece for us against odisha in the away game uh and i think wanan's been a massive reason for nishu being as good as he's been look i'm not taking any credit away from nishu nishu's improved massively nishu's nishu's had a wonderful season himself but i think just the fact that you're playing alongside wanan it it must be kind of comforting for nishu to know that you know see i can make a mistake i'm i'm human i can make a mistake but there's this guy behind me who will cover for most of my mistakes um ironically nishu covered for one of wanan's mistakes recently uh but uh i think it's just uh the fact that he has been at the club now for what his fourth season uh and he's got to be here for two years more which means he'll by the end of the new contract that he signed he he has spent more years in bangalore than jono and we know what what a big legend jono is and wanan i will go on to say that wanan's already surpa- surpassed the legend of john johnson uh in my mind i think he has uh but yeah he's he's unbelievable and i think the only justifiable end to this season for wanan from wanan's perspective individually and the whole defense would be finishing top 
because apart from a couple of games, they've been impeccable. Uh, see, we, we've conceded nine goals all season and five have been against Mumbai in two games. Uh, so, that aside, we've, we've almost been spotless and Wanan has had a big role to play in that. Uh, I'm not discrediting how good Seran has been. Gurpreet, has, Gurpreet saved our asses when he's had to. Uh, Rahul Beck has been on and off by his standards, but uh, he's, 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 he's been steady. Nishu's had a vastly improved season. And then there's Wanan holding them all together. And I think that is the biggest strength he has. The fact that he can go unnoticed uh, on a football pitch uh, by just doing what he has to and not being flashy. Uh, see, this is not a... Uh, I'm not making fun of Lucian Goyan here, but you know Goyan is playing because you know he'll jump into tackles, he'll, uh, he, he'll press in midfield, things like that. You won't see all of that with Wanan. It's just... I know it's two very, very different kind of defenders, but uh, e- eventually what you want from a defender is to stop the ball from going into the net and we are the best defence in the league. He is the leader of the best defence in the league. Super. Super. And art doesn't disappoint. <laughs> I expected a brilliant monologue and we got one out of you. Uh, but I will go to Nisit. Uh, there, there was a lot of talk of... Uh, Set piece routines and uh, how there's a Wanan who might pop in with a goal, there's an Eric Parthalu. But how do you explain? And I was not planning to talk about this man when we started the podcast, but how do you explain a five feet fuck all inches guy <laughs> scoring goals of set pieces? What exactly is the secret behind the man who shall not be named? Yeah, so I think. We have uh, we have talked about uh, a lot of things about Chitri, his presence and everything, right? Uh, but uh, uh, when when I think about it, uh, uh, one of the things that has kept him going, and I think the same reason responsible for what he has mentioned that he has uh, he, he has that hunger, right? So when even th- there are situations, for example, like Mumbai game, uh, we were. We tried to come back, but we were getting outplayed by Mumbai side. But it was Chetri who who kept it going, right? So when people were down and out, Udanta looked down. Even our defense looked a bit. Uh, and uh, Chetri was leading from the front. That okay, no, this is this is not acceptable to me. Right? I know they are playing better. They may be better formation. They are not allowing us to. But this is not acceptable to me. So I think. Uh, that is the biggest thing that he refuses to believe that he is five foot something. He refuses to believe that I am six foot something and I am going to score the header. So, uh, but but unbelievable. So uh, 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 again, I am uh, I am hesitating or I am fumbling because anything that I say is all the cliches that I we have already said, Captain Little and whatever. But uh, hear you. Uh, I completely yeah. and that's why I didn't want to speak about him on the podcast. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but I, I'll say I'll say this that uh, this has been a a, a good uh, season for him. Even when uh, but even when he is not scoring goals, uh, nobody is going to uh, uh, question his contribution because we know that he has always been contributing when Miku was there. But uh, I am really happy to see him being one of the top uh, goal scorers of the of the league itself not just the club and uh, that is again because uh, we didn't have a striker so now i am hoping that uh, 
Chetri will continue to score the goals and Dachon will just add to them and will end up with a uh, lot of goals. That is my uh, optimism for the rest of the season. Sure. Sure. And Raki, uh, I'll come to you with the issue of uh, two signings that we made during uh, during the start of the season. Uh, one is uh, obviously Rafa and he he had a couple of good games and then he got injured. And then we have Ashik. Uh, so how big do you think is Rafa's injury and how big a miss is that for us? Uh, do you think they're just fine without him? And how do you assess Ashik's performance or Ashik's progression through the season? So, Rafa, I mean, when we signed him, everybody was surprised. Like, it it was completely out of the blue, right? Uh, it was literally out of the blue. Yep. So, but... Uh, I think if Rafa had Deshaun Brown in front of him, and now if we had Rafa, we would have been scoring goals in packs, like in bags, literally. Because I still remember that game against Chennai where Rafa was just creating and we just kept missing and missing and missing. So, Rafa for me is the biggest miss of the season. And it's knee injury, so we don't want to rush it because we have this player for two years. And he's one of the most exciting players to have played ISL. So, <clears throat> and he, we've seen it. We've seen it firsthand at Kantirava, what he could do to us, what he's done to us. And uh, it's always special for, I mean, to have Rafa performing at a, uh, you know, at a club like BFC so that it kind of rubs into the noisy neighbors, which is one. Uh, so, I, it's a mixed pack. He is performed to his potential, but then, you can't stop injuries. It's this game, right? Uh, so, Rafa, for me, is a hit and miss. But I want to talk about Ashik. Uh, I mean, personally, he's a favorite. And, uh, again, uh, that boy is just being played everywhere. I mean, I, I now don't remember what his exact position is. <laughs> he's played everywhere for us. And, uh, again, very young. Came from a poor... I would say a poor setup in Pune because again, uh, he wasn't performing to his potential there as well. So, but he is a massive signing. Like Nishu, if we had got got him earlier, we would have created a monster out of him. And I like that he's on a four-year deal, so we have time uh, time on him, and he could go ahead and express himself in the AFC games and perform to his max. Uh, but a brilliant talent uh, brings in a lot of promise. Uh, just, I mean, he has to justify his price tag. Probably is one of the most expensive signings, uh, like a transfer fee in Indian football. Uh, so I have big hopes for him. I think the club also has uh, seen that potential, and that's why they've invested big. Uh, he brings in he brings in a lot of fans in uh, enemy territory, which is sweet. Uh, I see, I see a lot of potential in him. I definitely want him to do well. And there have been instances where he just gets on the bike and starts riding and suddenly he forgets the route or his Google Maps stop functioning. So I want that to be processed. And that last uh, open play where uh, he crossed to Danda and there was a massive save from Arshdeep, that would have been goal of the season for me if that had gone in. Because that was a proper rare open play goal. If if that had gone in, so 
huge huge uh, potential that i see in that boy and he's humble he is putting in the shift uh, that's what i heard from the camp that uh, he is performing well in the training uh, i hope he works on that crosses and probably some of the dribbling skills he is going to be big for us coming i mean soon and i'm really hoping to see ashik uh, express himself in the afc games because it's going to be literally uh not that tough considering the isl probably super that's my thing on that excellent so i'm going to come to all three of you now uh i'll start with you adi uh going forward in terms of uh the isl race uh where would you like us to be and what do you see is the biggest challenge for us see i think the biggest challenge will be the two away games that we have left uh i know that we've never lost to uh, kerala blasters but uh it's still a big game for their fans it's 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 a big game for for us i mean we never want to lose to them and chennai away is is a massive game because we've we've never done the double over them in 3 years now this is our third year uh, <clears throat> so it'll be uh, those two games are, are immense uh, because we want to finish top obviously and we have the big game right at the end against atk at kantirva so the kantirva factor will always be there and we we almost always win at kantirva uh, so i i think we will win both our remaining home games hyderabad and uh, atk i'm a little bit worried about chennai away um, they they're playing some excellent football at the moment um, valskis is scoring goals for fun Rafael Crivellaro is playing really well in midfield um and the the arrival of Owen Coyle has really somewhat uh reignited the likes of Thapa and Changte who are doing a lot better for Chennai than they did under John Gregory so Chennai away is definitely one game that I'm scared about and I think <coughs> excuse me I think if we win that uh, I think we'll win all four Chennai away is the big one sure sure <coughs> Coming to you is, is so agree with uh, Adi's assessment. Hello. Hello. Right. I think we've lost Nishit for now, but I'll come to you, Raki. Do you also agree that the most critical match uh, is Chennai away at this point? Yeah, Chennai. I mean, I mean. they are playing surprisingly well under owen doyle or coil whatever his name <laughs> uh because uh, this is a coach who their fans called a dinosaur so i mean even they are taken by a surprise so uh that will be a tough game and it is chennai away so it is a perennial rivals and all that crap uh, but uh, they are playing some beautiful football and uh, if we can stop vals valsikis or nerjus <laughs> i don't know these names man uh so uh if if wanan can be wanan in chennai then uh, we have a chance and uh, i'm hoping nili and brown will have something to do there and uh, kerala blasters away will be tricky because that's uh that's probably the the saving grace for uh, Ilko's uh, career, uh, who was virtually, I think, out of the race now, top four race now, 
so they'll go all out because that's a massive factor uh, for them to win against us so i think those two games are very tricky and uh, if we can somehow win that i think we will give goa a run for the money for the top spot yeah i i don't uh, i don't agree with uh, akesh i think the most uh, important and most tricky match is uh, paro fc because uh, it has uh, bhutan is ronaldo so i think will it will be very tough game because bhutan <laughs> sorry guys i can't keep the straight face but uh, <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> but yeah uh, i yeah i think uh, at afc games uh, 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 the two away games that we are playing are uh, generally it happens that it is they are mostly uh, they are not important in terms of race but in terms of course they have a rivalry value but uh, this time those two have been consistent towards the end and it is important for the race of the top and of course it's a prestige matches sure uh, so here here's a question um, so we spoke about we spoke about uh, chennai being a crucial match we spoke about kerala blasters but do you guys think when we go to the kalur uh, stadium uh, there will be only one team playing football and that was that won't be bangalore fc <laughs> that's always the case <laughs> has has anyone really kept a track of how many times elko has said this about opposition teams there was only one team playing football and that, that wasn't fill up the blanks but anyway I mean, he'll even say when you say that uh, about fc goa who probably play the best football in the league you you get to know the iq of the man come on which which is surprising because he's do, he's doing a decent job with that kerala blasters team if you would just not speak then maybe he would come up, come up as a really competent coach he he'll even say that for the royal rumble <laughs> that only one one uh, player one wrestler player or something because they have like 30 people <laughs> he'll even say that i mean i don't know man i mean i just don't get it uh, goa's literally won the match and they're like he's like only one team played i mean come on opposition teams come and appreciate it obviously they'll do that obviously that's called charity <laughs> <laughs> anyway um, guys there's another little digression or there, there's a slight uh, detour we're going to take from isl uh, but it certainly concerns our club uh, today we heard the big big announcement about bala devi and how uh, the the networks uh, through bfc between bfc and rangers help facilitate the deal uh, a word from each of you on the significance of the deal and how big it is i'll start with you adi yeah it's huge uh, no as as ranger said in their uh, release uh, she's the first indian to play professional football in anywhere uh, i i mean we've ha- we've had the likes of aditi chauhan play in england before uh, but that was uh, that was not exactly professional because i think west ham were in the third division if i'm not wrong when she was there um, yeah this is huge for women's football in india because uh, it's one thing that we always 
complain about the fact that our uh, footballers, both men and women, don't get enough opportunities, be it within the country or outside. Uh, so the fact that, look, I I'm not entirely sure myself how good Rangers are in the on the women's side of things, but they are a traditionally massive club in Scotland, and for an Indian to get an opportunity to play there is 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 honestly a once in a lifetime opportunity uh, considering our football ecosystem uh, so i think uh, fantastic job whoever all the people concerned i mean uh, i've heard anuj kichlu was uh, one of the driving forces behind the deal obviously mandar sir and everyone behind the scenes who uh, if reports are to be believed uh, had a tiring couple of months with all the formalities relating to the work permit. Uh, just congratulations to all of them and uh, really looking forward to watching some Scottish women's football now. Uh, I have another reason to watch Rangers. I watched the men's teams already, so now I w- I'll watch the women as well. Yeah, so b- before we move on to Nishit to get his reaction, Adi, do you want to clear up that whole issue about the first professional footballer? Why is it being called the first professional football? footballer from India when they've already played. Right. Uh, So, uh, FIFA defines a professional footballer on two counts. Uh, The first one is that they have a written contract with the club that they're playing for. And the second one is that they uh, make more money from football than their expenses on the sport. Uh, Anyone who doesn't meet either of these two criteria is automatically considered an amateur. There's no semi-pro or all of that. It's either you are a pro if you meet these two criteria or you're an amateur. Okay, super. All right, coming to you, Nishit. What are what are your thoughts on the Bala Devi deal? See, I I don't know. I have heard only rumors, but if it is true, he has signed, <laughs> and if it is true that she is actually a professional footballer, and if it is true that person called Bala Devi exists, then I think this is a very good news. And if <laughs> and if it is true that there is a club called Bengaluru FC, and if it is true that club for Bangalore FC helped her sign this contract, then I think this is a big improvement for Indian football. That's all I want to say. <laughs> Point made. Go to Raki now, Raki. What are your thoughts on this deal? I think uh, I think this is the second biggest thing uh, in Indian football after that Twitter handle called Women's Football India. Uh, so, this is the second biggest thing to happen for Women's Football in India. And it's massive. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry? Wonder who runs that beautiful handle. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> but but then again, uh, I can categorically say that it is true <laughs> that BFC has facilitated this deal. And there are people like... And <laughs> I've been close to Rangers fans now because I've been babysitting them <laughs> for a while now. Uh, and they're pretty excited as well uh, to see somebody from India. And guys, whatever they say on Twitter about curry and uh, butter chicken, it is because that they love love it, and it's not them being racist. They've they've cleared it with the club and with most of the fans. So it is massive, dude. It is it is huge. I mean, yes, it is justice to Baladevi's talent. Yes, but second, she's wearing the number ten at Rangers, which is practically the biggest club. Uh, the club that has won more domestic titles. So, yeah. this is that huge. 
and massive uh, ups to that man called Anuj Kipslu, uh, who was a football agent and who who has previously facilitated the deals for Deeraj uh, to Madhuvel and all that stuff. But then we all know how it worked. So this is massive for Anuj. This is massive for BFC. Uh, thank you, Mandar, because this is what you do always. Thank you, Gary Gibson of uh, uh, Rangers. And then there's a lot of people. And they had uh, a legend uh, fly down to Bangalore to announce the deal. So let you can see how big this is for them as well. Uh, and how sweet was... Uh, uh, it to see Bala Devi in the Rangers kit at Kandirava. So, yeah, and all special. I mean, it's, it's been a special day so far for us, for Bala, and uh, and I've, all day I've been singing Bala, oh Bala, oh Bala, oh Bala. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic. So, uh, Adi, uh, before we move on to the other topic, uh, I'll ask one last question about it. If it is indeed true, that Bala Devi is joining Rangers. Uh, in terms of pedigree of a club, right? Purely on the basis of the pedigree of the club, is this the biggest deal for an Indian footballer? I, and I'm saying this, including Sunil Chetri, Gurpreet Singh, Sandhu, all of them. Yeah, I think, I think it is. Uh, see, Chetri went to Sporting Lisbon, but he, he was he was with the B, B side. Gurpreet played in Norway. Uh, Baichung was at Bury FC, but that was lower divisions of English football. Uh, see, Rangers might not be <clears throat> the best women's uh, team in Europe, not at all. But you, you, it's it's natural that when you think of Scottish football, you think of Celtic and Rangers. That's all you think of. And for an Indian to be there wearing the number ten shirt, uh, I think it is the biggest move outside India for an Indian footballer ever. Sorry, uh, just a thought occurred to me. Does Celtic also have a women's team? They do. I think they do. But uh, I I think the most successful women's team in Scotland is called Glasgow City. So it's neither Celtic nor Rangers. No, uh, my only interest was, is Bala going to play in an old firm derby? Uh, I think she will, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that uh, might be interesting. That will be interesting, yeah. Uh, let's see. Anyway. And I hope she's a prop, proper number 10 and not like Cabra wearing number 10. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I think I think we, it's high time we got off the backs of Harmanjot Cabra. He's been brilliant last All season. Right. As uh, as... If I can interrupt, the, uh, there is an old firm derby. April 5th, 2020, Rangers host Celtic. Wow, so that's the date we are all putting on our calendars. Uh, I can't wait. And and one 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 thing. Uh, sorry, Cabra, he is the founder of Eddie's. So <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Rocky with his hot always. Uh, but uh, but while we are on the uh, on the Bala Devi news, I would like to remind everyone who's listening to this podcast that the IWL is going on. Uh, it's happening in Bangalore. Bangalore has two representatives in the IWL. One is Bangalore United Football Club and the other one is Kickstart FC. Uh, some of the best players, uh, the best player is flying out to Scotland, but take her out and all the best players of Indian women's football are playing there. Uh, so go there, go to Bangalore Football Stadium. 
to relive the romance of watching football at BFS and also to support the women's game. Uh, we we saw a tweet from Kunal the other day saying some brilliant football is being played between Krista and Setu. So, having watched women's football for a while, I can promise you that uh, it's not um, boring. It's not just route one. If you see some of the better clubs, uh, you'll see some very high quality of football. So go there, do your bit to support the women's game, and I promise you, you'll you'll come back entertained. Uh, with that, uh, I'm going to spend a couple of minutes uh, on the AFC campaign that we have ahead of us, and and now might be a good time to revisit that Bhutanese Ronaldo story that Nishit Desai had started before collapsing in a heap of laughter. Uh, Nishit, over to you. Take <laughs> us through what prospects look like in the AFC campaign. Uh, yeah, so uh, we have uh, we missed uh, AFC Cup competition last year, but uh, thanks to winning ISL, we are uh, back back in uh, AFC Cup and uh, I League uh, winners directly get a spot, but uh, winners have to qualify. So we are we. Uh, qualify round two, where we will uh, face Paro FC from Bhutan, who have uh, just defeated the uh, Sri Lankan team and will be facing us. So, uh, interesting thing is the uh, Bhutanese team is, uh, are not very competitive, but uh, you have to admire their spirit. That uh, just for just specifically for AFC competition. They hired uh, Chencho because he was free agent, and they really wanted to put the best foot forward. And uh, Chencho indeed lived up to uh, uh, lived up to his hype and uh, made sure that his team went to the second stage. So now, uh, after a gap of a full year, we'll be playing uh, AFC Cup again. So just a reminder: the first leg is the away leg, uh, which is which will be taking place on fifth of February in Bhutan. And the return leg is on 12th of February at uh, Kantirava. Should be a fun game. I hope we bury it in the first uh, first game itself. And uh, it should be a good uh, warm welcome for Chencho on the, the second leg. But uh, yeah, it should be it should be fun. And I think uh, we have introduced a lot of chants uh, in the in the new season. We have got a chance to practice it. So, as we all know, AFC games are the best uh, platform to practice those chants. So, really looking forward to that. Excellent. But so you can practice of... the chants only if there is public. <laughs> you had to. <laughs> of course. How can, how can you talk about AFC Cup and Nishit is there and not mention public? Of course. <laughs> so... In public interest, uh, Adi, um, speaking of Bhutanese football, uh, surely Chencho is too good to be a free agent, right? I mean, I understand that he didn't quite cut it at EFC. Carlos didn't uh, quite agree with his uh, pace of learning or absorbing the style. Uh, but he is still good enough for uh, relegated second division clubs like East Bengal and Mohan Bagan. <laughs> uh, I, I see. I haven't. I'll be honest. I haven't watched much of the I League this season, so I have no idea what the standard is. Uh, but it did surprise me that he went back to Paro. Uh, 
because you know the story about chencho was that you know is this brave young kid who dared to leave bhutan because he wanted to become a big footballer and look he's still young he's he's what 22 years old and it, it was somewhat surprising that he went back really uh, and I, i i really like what he said um, there was an interview on the afc side where he said that i i, I don't have to prove anything to bfc uh, so none of that revenge mentality or anything like that that i really really like and you know with chencho that when he plays in a team where he's the star like when he helped minerva win the i league uh, now at paro he's the undisputed star that if you build your team around chencho chencho will get you goals he's he scored in both the legs against this sri lankan team as well uh, see it didn't work out at bfc uh, for whatever reasons and those things happen some transfers work some transfers don't uh, case in point our foreigners this season um, but yeah it'll be nice to have him back at the kantirwa it it felt like kind of an abrupt farewell when he left you know neroka or loan and then didn't come back so felt kind of abrupt so it'll be nice uh, to watch all of you guys welcome him back from the 8000 kilometers away that i am super yeah and and chencho is just another name in the long list of foreign strikers we've had <laughs> <laughs> which was redeemed only by miku and now hopefully by dishon brown uh, but raki what are your expectations from the afc campaign this year rakesh hardas we can't hear you raki are you speaking at all Okay. Okay. Raki is not there, so I think I'll uh, I'll pick it up instead. Uh, sure. I think uh, uh, we should uh, we should perform reasonably well. Uh, we have, uh, as we know, Chennai City tried for that qualifier, uh, did not play really well, and now they are back to uh, AFC uh, AFC Cup with us, and uh, so I think we are. In, uh, Pedro Manzi has already left. Who was uh, their star player? Not that they had a bad team. Pedro Manzi was someone that they felt comfortable with and uh, uh, built a team around him. Uh, they haven't uh, performed great in uh, I League as well. So I think we should be comfortable, and uh, I I hope that uh, at least Chennai sa- Chennai are better than uh, other two teams uh, other than BFC. So. Uh, let's not talk about knockout because technically it is next season so i am a i think uh, i think the key part is managing february where we have a uh, uh, where we have two qualifiers so thankfully that will not be uh, too overloaded we can field a mix of first team and reserve team and we can uh, go through with it but i am uh, looking forward to what are, what is the team that we will have for the team who among uh, who among reserves get uh, uh, who will who will be step up and become a next tony and score a hat trick we don't know so i think uh, the qualifiers qualifiers will be and by the uh, at least once couple of early matches pass in the group stage we should have a full team at disposal and uh, i think uh, we should Uh, considering the level and everything i think we should really aim for uh, full points that will be a really great booster uh, to start the knockout round next season super 
And guys, I'm here. I'm here. Excellent. Can you hear me? Raki, now that you're back, can we have your thoughts on the AFC campaign? Uh, for me, this AFC campaign, I think this is Sun Chitri's last crack at that piece of silverware that he's missing in his uh, collection. So, I think we will go all out. Uh, I mean, next season, obviously, yeah, the you know the group stages start next season. So, uh, let's see how far we go uh, and uh, really crack because I just won that AFC Cup and that for me is the most special trophy that we have ever played in. So, yeah. So, this this is going to be special. And I want us to do better than what Chennai did last year so that we don't mess with the coefficients. And uh, Raki, don't, don't set such a low bar, please. Precisely. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, point made. Uh, we need that elusive piece of silverware uh, for Sunil Chetri. For the club as well, it's super important. That's where uh, the uh, investment has been directed over the years as well. So, uh, that that brings us to the end of a wonderful episode. It, it felt so good to be back and doing this podcast and hopefully we can uh, pick up the slack and come up with a few episodes regularly. But before I close this out, Adi, one last word. Uh, Nishit mentioned the reserve team. Uh, a, a word on the reserve team's performance in BDFA this year. Yes, uh, champions of Bangalore again. Uh, probably not as dominant as we were last season, but uh, champions again. Uh, again, some really, really good individual performances from what I've read and heard. Obviously, haven't been there to watch a single game. And, you know, there's a chance that a few of these guys might play against Paro. Uh, likes of Roshan, Roshan Singh or Leon Augustine. Um Edmund would have played for sure, but unfortunately, uh, he's injured. Ajay Chetri would have played, but unfortunately, he's out on loan. Uh, so, uh, the likes of Roshan, Leon Augustine, uh, possibly Biswadarji could could get chances in the AFC Cup. And if you haven't watched them in BDFA, you can go to Kantirva and watch them for the first team in Asian competition. So, uh, Please, for Nishit's sake, let there be public at Kantirwa when we play Paro. Superb. Excellent. Thanks, gentlemen. It's been a great, great episode so far. Uh, it's, it's been a lot of fun recording again. And uh, let's let's make a habit of this uh, and not really slip back into our comfort zones. And until next time, ta-da! Bye.